0: Are you ready to embrace the possibilities and discover what's next in your life's journey? Join me, your host, Marie Wallace, a certified coach, author, and speaker as we embrace the Encore. Each week, we'll dive into topics such as personal growth, overcoming challenges, and finding fulfillment. Get ready to be inspired by stories of resilience, triumph, and the incredible power of reinvention as we dive into interviews with remarkable women. Together, we'll uncover practical tips, actionable advice, and the unlimited possibilities that await you on your next path. It's time to rewrite your story, follow your passions, and live a purpose-filled life. Embrace the Encore is your opportunity to shine brighter than ever before. Welcome to our podcast today. I'm so excited to have my good friend and mentor, Katerina Rando, with us today. But before we get started, I'd like to share a little bit about Katerina. Katerina Rando wants every woman to know that she matters and that she has massive value to bring. Katerina is a woman on a mission to uplift the lives of women everywhere through thriving entrepreneurship. She's an author, sought after speaker, podcaster, and business transformation coach who passionately shows women how to be strategic, sell with integrity, and speak with authenticity. Her over 25 years of educating and empowering makes her truly masterful at providing a ton of value. Her books include Learn to Think Differently from Watkins Publishing, released in several countries and different languages, A Woman's Guide to Starting a Giving Circle, and her latest book, The ABCs of Public Speaking, which quickly hit number one in four Amazon bestseller categories. Katerina is also the founder of the Thriving Women in Business Center in San Francisco, a place for women to gather and host workshops. Plus, she also started Thriving Women in Business Giving, which raises money for women and girls education and entrepreneurship training. So welcome, Katerina. I am so excited to have you here with me today. We go way back. And like I said in the beginning, you've been a a great mentor to me and friend, and I feel blessed to be part of your community. So thank you for being here.
1: Thank you. And I am listening to be on your podcast.
0: Yay. Thank you. I know it wasn't always this way though, right? Can you take us back and share about your personal journey prior to deciding to get into coaching and working with women?
1: It's interesting. I was talking with somebody a couple weeks ago and I was telling them that there was this city that I went to once in America. It's in Illinois. And I was there for like a week and I did not meet one person that had their own business. And this stood out to me because my parents had regular jobs. My dads worked for the city as an engineer. My mom was a school teacher. However, they both had what we would call today side hustles. Their parents were entrepreneurs. My grandparents came through Ellis Island and my one grandfather owned a shoe store and my other grandfather owned a grocery store. And I share that with you because entrepreneurship was present in the household I grew up in. When I started my young life trying to think about what did I want to do with my life, I thought entrepreneurship. I was thinking entrepreneurship. I wasn't thinking doctor, lawyer, teacher. I thought, what kind of business do I want to have, right? Because I had a lot of modeling for that. And it's important to note because a lot of people They'd have nobody in their family or they didn't see any entrepreneurship growing up. My first business, well, first I worked for my sister in her cafe and catering business. And then I took over her cafe and catering business. That was my first entrepreneurial endeavor. I didn't think I was a very good manager. I was not a very good manager in the beginning, The thing is, though, we learn on the job, and that's important for us to know. We don't have to have it figured out before we start. We learn in business how to get better in business.
0: So share a little bit more about your journey, and where did that
1: transition happen? So one day, I'm in my cafe. I'm thinking about, I love having a business. I love having my own place, but I don't love wearing tomato sauce every day and schlepping big trays of food around town, working my fanny off every day. This gal walks in my cafe. She is smiling ear to ear. She is blissing. And she comes up to me and she says, Katarina, I want to thank you so much for the business advice you gave me the last time I was here. Now, Marie, the truth is I didn't even remember the conversation. But this conversation I will never forget because... Her gratitude literally touched my heart. I felt a pang of bliss in my chest. And I said to myself in that moment, that's what I'm gonna do with my life. I'm gonna help women grow and thrive in business. And that's what I've been doing for almost 30 years. Now, here's the truth, Marie. It's looked 20 different ways over those years. In the beginning, it was coaching and then it was corporate training. And then it was publishing books and publishing a magazine. And for the last many years, it's been providing group programs. And then we added retreats for Women on a Mission. And today I'm blissing in my business because not only do I get to be myself and do my thing and serve my people and make money, I also feel that our women's community has significantly enriched my life as well as everyone else's. That's wonderful. So
0: what inspired you to work specifically with women? And I know now you're working with women that are 50 plus, right? So what
1: inspired you? So I'm 58 now. So I'm starting in my late 20s. In the beginning, a lot of my clients were men, and I loved helping them build their businesses. When we started to get into group programs, here's the truth, Marie, I found that if they were in a group, the men wanted to be the authorities in the room and that they were not as coachable in a group and they were not vulnerable like the women. They had to look good. And the truth is that we had a sexual harassment situation where one of my participants did not feel safe in the room with the actually the husband of one of my clients. And that was the straw that made me decide for sure because I want every woman to feel very safe. And that's part of my job as a group facilitator to make sure everybody feels safe in the room. And so that was the day we became a woman's community. And that was a great day. It's the best decision I ever made for my business because when women are together with women only, they flourish even more. And that's what I want. I want them to flourish. That's awesome. Awesome. And I love your
0: community. You have a wonderful community. What challenges did you face when making
1: this career change and how did you overcome them? Marie, as you know, today I teach sales and I would say that that was the biggest challenge was learning how to sell and really learning how to sell in a way that felt not salesy and felt authentic to me. This is when I was a caterer I remember I wanted to do more catering and I hired these two gals. They were, had a business consulting firm. And the first thing they said to me was, well, do you have a script? And I felt so inadequate that I didn't have a script. It's like, oh no, I don't have a script. Well, we can help you with a script. That day and every other day since then, when somebody has said you need a script, it has felt icky and salesy and not authentic to me. And so today, you know, I teach sales. And it's like, you know what? You're a woman. You know how to talk to people. Okay. (laughs) No, you don't need a script and nobody likes to be on the other end of a script. So I would say with learning how to sell also learning that, you know what? It doesn't matter what Tom, Dick and Harry, Mary Jane and Sheila expert tell you it's choosing and paying attention to what feels right to you what feels good to you, and what's aligned with your values. I'm never going to try to sell anything to anybody that I don't think I can bring them massive value. And running my business with integrity, that I've always done because from the family I grew up in, integrity was number one. And not listening to all those experts that are going to tell you how to do it. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it.
0: I can so relate. And and I love you saying how, you know, just be off script, be your authentic self, because I find when I am reading a script, the feelings aren't there. The heart isn't there. But when you just let go and just be yourself and just share what's on your heart, it makes such a difference.
1: Absolutely. And of course, if I can say, Marie, people have to feel that we genuinely care. They have to have rapport with us. We have to build influence with them before we ask them to buy. All those things are essential. And guess what? Are women great at building rapport? Yes. Are we great at communicating that we genuinely care? Yes. Now building influence, that's where we want to be showcasing ourselves, And that's probably a challenge for some women. And I would say as over the years, I've seen that. And then the other challenge is we love to chat, but we have to ask for the business. And that's the one thing that a lot of us struggle with, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Which is why I want to help them with sales, yes. So what other
0: common challenges or concerns do you find women in this age group often face?
1: Well, women in this age group are often sandwiched. You know, Now, usually their kids are not super young anymore. Their kids are off to college or they're having their own lives by now. Then there's also the, the parents. I mean, my parents are... 90 and 91, I'm blissing that they are in good health, they have each other, my dad still thrives, I'm not sure if that's good. (laughs) And I'm not feeling what a lot of midlife women are feeling where their parents are, are declining. But that takes time. And that, of course, is a priority, right? When the people we love need support. And so this is why for women in midlife, it's important that we have support. And we look at all the places in our life that we can create support. And maybe you've been doing something for 50 years. Well, now it's time to get more support with that. So you're freed up to do what only you can do, which is those things in business, like speaking and selling and serving our clients and the strategy and, and more time for self-care, right? We can't operate like when we were 20 or the Energizer Bunny on no sleep. No, in midlife, if you don't get a good night's sleep, you're paying for it the next day, right? So that's very important. So I would say more support, but also as you know, Marie, as I know, Marie, there is so much joy and really support in community. And I want women to really be in community because then they will have that support that they're looking for. So
0: how do you help women in this age group identify and pursue their goals
1: and dreams? The identifying, I think, is pretty easy. I was on a call just a little bit earlier today with a midlife woman. She has a full-time job. And she told me, and this is no exaggeration, she told me about the four businesses that she has, okay? And I said to her, uh, let's say her name is Sheila. I said, Sheila, if I guaranteed you could be successful, what would you like to dedicate the next year to? And she picked the one that I thought she was going to pick, which was the one that was on her heart more than these other ones that were more product businesses. And then I I talked with her about how to create that. So I think that we all know what we're passionate about, or most of us do, especially by this time in life. The challenge is more like the questioning of ourself. Well, okay, this is what I'd really like to do, but can I make any money of that? Can I be successful? And the truth is, yes, but you do need a clear path of action. You need a mentor or someone that's guiding you because we don't know what we don't know. I mean, I told her in five minutes how to massively monetize in her business in the next year, and it was all news to her. Well, yeah, because I've done this a thousand times and I've talked to a thousand other ladies. And so let's not diminish the power of mentorship. That is really important and the power of community. Because in community, you know, people say community, community. we get encouragement in community, we get resources in community, we get lifted up. Those are two things that are essential. Oh, that's great.
0: Thank you. So in your coaching practice, I know you help women launch their careers. In mine, I help them focus on finding out what it is they might want to do, kind of like we were talking about. So how do you think addressing these different stages in a woman's life journey can be valuable? The different stages that a woman goes through.
1: Do you mean like being a kid, being a teenager, being a young mom? I think a
0: combination of stages. So we start out maybe life got in the way and and our life's path went into a different direction. And then we start a family. Now, here we are 50 plus or, you know, I'm in my 60s. And I'm thinking that I know there's something more for me. So now I'm in a different stage of life. But how do you think addressing all the different stages of a woman goes through in her life. And now she's in this place. How do you think thinking about her journey is very, is valuable to her now?
1: The thing is we don't know what we don't know. And what I mean by that is maybe somebody loves going to see the personal shopper at Macy's and they don't understand that they could have their own style business because they never met anybody with their own style business. Right. Or They think, oh, I'd love to do retreats, but they've never seen anybody make money at retreats. They've been on retreats, but they don't know anybody that's doing it. So this is where the role models, right? Like I talked about, you know, if you've never had an entrepreneur in your family, you got nobody to talk to. It's very important that you explore different things. Hey, I might enjoy doing this. I went to tour director school 100 years ago. And I became a certified tour director. And then I led a group. I did my tour director career lasted one day because I let, led a busload of tourists from Milan, Italy. And oh, my gosh, they were complaino all day. They were, you know, it wasn't fun. I had no fun. So, OK, OK, I'm done with this career. Now, maybe I should have given it a little bit more time. Right. But the thing is, you don't know what you don't know. Like I thought, oh, I'd like to be a comedian. And then I went and I watched all these comics on an open mic. And I thought, do I want to spend my evenings in bars? No, I don't want to spend my (laughs) evenings in bars. So that's out the window. right? Exploration is important for us to figure it out. Can you share some
0: success stories with us or transformations from your coaching practice that
1: might resonate with our audience? Yes, I've got a lifetime supply. I'm going to tell you about Shea. And you probably know my friend Shea. Who is in the Sacramento area? She's midlife. She's over fifty. Although I don't know if she considers herself midlife, but she falls into that category. And I met her 2009. She she told me the other day I met her 2009. And at the time, she had a job. I kind of say it like it's a dirty word. Okay, she had a job, and she wanted to start her life coaching business. And I said to her for the first four years. Before she started to work with me, I said to her, my friend, I have my eye on you. And I would check in with her every so often and I would encourage her and I would give her some super tips. And then we started working together. She let go of her job. She started her own business doing being a life coach. Then she opened her center in Sacramento for women entrepreneurs and she started a life coaching school for Christian women. And today she still has her life coaching school. She has a sales program. She has speaker events. And she just recently led her second cruise retreat for women Christian life coaches. And I'm already signed up next year to go with her on another retreat because you know me, I love to cruise. And she is super thriving in her business. So that's one example. I talked with another client of mine, Michelle, who, you know, when we met, she was having her training business. She still has her training business. The thing is, we like, we have areas we're good at. So she was great at the training, but now she's great at the selling. So now she, she was already great at the serving. Now she's great at the selling and her revenue has significantly grown. And as you've heard me say, my friend, we have to master speaking, selling, serving our clients. Strategy and self care. It's not just about knowing. It's not just about doing. It's about mastering these things. And, you know, I used to feel like I was great at all four of them, but I wasn't that good at self care. Well, guess what? When you're in midlife, you better get good at self care. If you want to be thriving in your business, thriving in your life. Great. Thank
0: you. What advice would you give a woman who may be feeling stuck or unfulfilled in their current stage of life?
1: We're all there at some point. We feel stuck. We feel unfulfilled. I said earlier about explore. I would say a little bit different. Take it a step further. I would say experience. This is where your retreats come in. This is where your travel comes in. Get out of your regular environment. You know, I'm going to Chicago in a couple weeks to hang out with a couple other gals to do masterminding. And now we could do mastermind on Zoom, Marie. But you know what? We're going to another environment Because when you're in another environment, you're seeing different things, you're thinking about different things, you're experiencing different things, and all that is fodder for your creativity and for your thinking about what is possible for you. You know me, I love retreats, I host retreats for women, and the reason is it gets them out of their regular environment, they're together, you know I like to do it on ships, where they're they're stuck together, they can't come late, they can't leave early, they have to hang out together and it works really great for not only building friendships and cultivating relationships business and personal, but also they're not in their regular life with their dogs and their children and their spouse and you know having to worry about dinner, all the things that we have to do on a daily basis and then they have more time to reflect and to experience and to explore and really to heal too when they're together so all of those things experience would be my one word solution for the gal who's feeling stuck and unfulfilled i love that because
0: since 2020 a lot of us have been stuck <laughs> we've been here and now finally we're able to start doing things but it's weird when you're here in in the same environment 24 hours a day and you don't have that change. I love that you shared that about having that experience because it does make a difference to get away, not be thinking about daily things that you have to take care of. So yeah, that's huge.
1: And may I add, as we look towards the next year, as you look towards the rest of the year, I want to encourage women to put in as an SOP, standard operating procedure, for their life, not just their business, some getaway time. And Marie, you mentioned, like, I went out of my front door today to pull in the garbage cans because, you know, the garbage van came this morning. And there might be two or three days sometimes where I'm just here. I'm not out and about. Now, you know what? I don't get depresso because I have a trip to look forward to I have my Chicago. I'm going on a cruise in November and I'm going on a cruise, a networking cruise in February. I'm going with Shea in July and I could keep going. The point is I always have an adventure to look forward to. And I want to make sure that women are making that part of their life. Hey, I'm going to go away with my gal pals this weekend. Hey, I'm going to go to this retreat. Hey, I'm going to go to this spa because that every time you go, it's going to reinfuse and reinvigorate you for the next part of your life. That's awesome. How can women embrace
0: change and new opportunities, even if they may be hesitant and
1: fearful? Okay, guiding principle alert guiding principle alert don't wait till you're ready, act when you're willing. A willingness to be uncomfortable is essential to create growth, change, and more bliss in our life. The beautiful thing about being willing to be uncomfortable is the more we're willing to be uncomfortable, the more it expands our comfort zone. And then next time we're more comfortable. And the next time we're more comfortable. And women have to remember that because it's only the first time that it's super scary. And the other thing is to ask yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like if I do a workshop. I've never done that before. Ah, well, guess what? Are you going to live through it? Yes. It doesn't have to be brilliant every time. It can still bring value with just the basics. Great advice. I know you've shared some great strategies with us so
0: far. And are there any like specific strategies or exercises you recommend
1: for personal growth and self-discovery? I'm a group learning person. Okay. So don't, give, don't tell me to take an online course where it's going to be just me and the video, okay? I want to be with the ladies. And I find that when ladies get together, women get together, amazing things happen. If somebody wants to be in a four-week program on how to captivate your audience or how to uplift your career or how to get unstuck, Doing it in community for women is so much more powerful. And that's what I would suggest. Find somebody you vibe with and don't just sign up for their seminar, sign up for their three or four week program or their six week program, because it's the ongoing support and the ongoing guidance and the structure that keeps us focused, builds momentum and keeps us in action that we need. And that's the difference between a book and a seminar. That's just a one off. Okay. We need that ongoing support and ongoing guidance. So that's what I would highly recommend. I've had mentors and coaches since I was 16 years old. I went to fashion school for a year. I loved fashion school and I got an A in the sales class. But was that my last sales class I took at 19 years old? No, I've taken many over the years which has led me to be able to bliss and thrive not only in sales, but then to be confident enough to create my own sales program. Recognizing that you're a lifelong learner is very important. And if you're not a lifelong learner, I'm sorry for you. Become a lifelong learner because that is going to support you to continue to grow and thrive. Because you know what? The gal I was at 19 is a different gal than I am today. So any class you've taken before is not the class that you need now. Great. So this is kind of a twofold question.
0: You've, you've brought up community several times. So I have this question I want is, what do you think is the most rewarding aspect of this work that you do? And how do you see it impacting not only the individual, but their
1: communities and families? Well, Marie, it's very interesting because I'm divorced now and there was a time when I thought I might be an old lady stuck in my little kitchen with my cats and sitting at my Formica countertop table all by myself. And it's so funny because I don't even have any cats. But now I know that I will always have a rich life because I know how to get the ladies together and because I know how to make friends. You know, at 58, I'm making new friends all the time. And that's a superpower and a skill that I encourage women to get good at. And getting the ladies together is a superpower I encourage. And the reason for that is because we're not alone when we're in community. And women, I think, still live longer and we thrive when we're together. And so the benefit of community are many. But here's a few. We feel seen. We feel heard. We feel valued. We get encouragement. We feel included and welcome. And these are inclusion as a a basic human need. We feel love. We make friends. We get to support other people. We get to help other people. And so those are all reasons why community is awesome. And when a group of women get together, when we did our last retreat, a couple of the women shared things they had never shared with anybody. And that was very healing for them. And this all happens when we come together. I could talk all day about the power of community and it's super fun. That's
0: why I love being part of your community. It's always fun. I always get drawn back <laughs> to participate with you. Yeah. And I know you've built a supportive community for women. It's a very strong support system. And I really feel like it has made a difference in the
1: lives of the women you work with. And I've seen that in my own life too. You know, The, the pandemic, oh my gosh. I would have would have been a, a mess without my gals to connect with. And I do want to say, Marie, because I know you have your amazing business, that I want to encourage people to, if they have businesses, to cultivate community through your business. Because your clients are like-minded, they're like-hearted, they're all on the a similar or same mission, they're up to the same thing. Get the ladies together. We'll provide so much more value for them. Than just you doing whatever you're doing
0: for sure, no that's the one thing that I'm finding women are wanting is community. they want to be with women that are like minded that they can become accountable to and share their things that are going on with them and that's the best part I think of of working with these women is built is having that community and having them come together, yeah. And you, you do a great job at it, which is what I love. You're very good at building community and keeping the women together. So I want to ask you, what does embracing the Encore mean to you? And how can women in their 50s and beyond do it effectively?
1: Embracing the Encore to me means that women are not only thinking about what is their next chapter or step, but they're in action to create it. Marie, you've probably met my friend Nan, who is in our community. She's 81. She started a new business last year. She's got more vitality than anybody. I was in another group last night, ladies in her 70s, starting a business. 20 years ago, I would hear women say, oh, I'm too old. I never hear any gals say that anymore. And I feel as long as I'm above ground, I'm going to be doing my thing. It may not look like it looks today when I think about uh, embracing the encore for me it's working less and having more time for all my trips I guess and moving towards that right and taking time to make a clear picture of what that looks like and that's something that you can help everybody with
0: yes and that's what I want women to know is and I share this is it's never too late and you're never too old right to follow your dreams we're all here for a reason, and it's up to us to uncover that and
1: so we can live the life that we're meant to live. And we all have massive value to bring. And I want every woman to know that she has massive value to bring. And you know what? It's her responsibility to bring it, to uplift the lives of other women. Yes, thanks for, for
0: saying that. Can you share any insights or experiences that highlight the potential and possibilities that come with this stage of life?
1: What we have is a ton of experience, usually a ton of wisdom, a ton of confidence. Marie, I was in Italy a couple of years ago. My friend Anne-Marie took me. I actually I'm not sure if she invited me or if I invited myself. We're in Tuscany, we're at the vineyard of an Italian. Winemaker, a woman, Laura, and she invites us to this wine tasting. There's all these tourists from Sweden. We had a great time. And you know, in Italy, it's not just a little wine, there's like wine, prosciutto, cheese, olives, the full abundanza situation. And I see this gal walk up with all these tourists behind her. She's blissing, she's smiling, she's talking to everybody. And Laura says to me, Oh, yes, that's the group leader for the tourists she's 75 and she just came back from six months leading groups in india and this woman inspired i didn't even talk to her just seeing her inspired me so much and this is what i want women to realize you are wise you are confident you have massive value to bring go bring it and you know what I was the other night, I was at a, a tech net, a networking event, and there was a lot of gals in their 20s and 30s, and they have so much to learn, my friend. Now, I'm sure they have massive value. I know they have massive value to bring too. But at this stage of life, we got so much more, and we can bring it confidently. And that's what I want women to recognize you got a lifetime supply of value to bring. Bring it. Yes, thank you. So is there anything
0: else you'd like to share with our audience? I know you've got so much going on. Any upcoming
1: projects or resources that you have available for them? We do our Bliss Retreat for Women Leaders on a Mission, which is really a part of a year-long program where we have virtual retreats, we have mastermind groups, and we uplift everybody for the whole year, and then we go on a retreat at the end. You know, I have my Speaker Mastermind Retreat, which is a week-long live and in-person at our center in San Francisco focusing on supporting women to speak authentically and tell their stories and be strategic in how they're using speaking in their business. And then I, of course, you know, I teach Thrive at Sales, and I do a free workshop every month, at least one, that people can come and hang out and get uplifted and get massive value. And I also, for any of your listeners that have a business, my website, KatarinaRando.com slash links, L-I-N-K-S, KatarinaRando.com slash links. I have a lifetime supply of business building free resources for people to check out. And then they can also find out about my podcast and our workshops and everything there. Great, so that was going to be my next thing is how can they find you? So is that the best way for them to find you then just go to the website? Come to my website. You can send me a message on Facebook. I love Facebook. You can send me a message on LinkedIn. It'll take me longer to respond. Uh, On Instagram, even longer. And I would love to connect with any of your listeners and support them to bliss and thrive in their businesses. Thank you, Katerina. I
0: was so excited about this particular podcast to talk with you because I know you have so much wisdom to share and I appreciate it and I appreciate you and I'm excited. You know, if you're listening to this, you definitely want to reach out to Katerina. She's just got so much more to offer and you should take advantage of it. And thank you again, my friend and mentor and coach for being here with me today.
1: It's been my privilege, and I want to applaud you and what you're doing to support women in midlife, because really, what has been said many times, life begins at 50, and I'm going to tell you, 50s are awesome. I can't wait to get to the 60s and see what additional excitement is ahead. As long as we're above ground, we can be thriving. Exactly. That's a good thing to be grateful for when we wake up, that
0: we're waking yes. up, right? <laughs> And another day to follow our, our passions and dreams. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks again, Katarina. Thanks, Marie. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Embrace the Encore. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. Remember, it's never too late and you're never too old to reclaim your dreams and live the life you're meant to live.